Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage. I'm Gabriel Morenzi, sitting alongside the Ranger Redhead. Cam Stewart. It's Wednesday pick day. Pick day. A lot of picks. You told me to put something together instead of a, a six-pack Morency. So I have a combined 12-pack, or if you want to add one, a Baker's Dozen. This is the only show in the world that's going to break down the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, uh, Major League Baseball bets, bets, Major League Baseball DFS, um, Kitchen Senior Aid picks, <laughs> PMW Euro Championship picks. Fort Worth, we don't have a sponsor uh, picks. I don't know how the hell they don't have a sponsor. Well, actually, I don't know. Like, uh, like we should talk. <laughs> like yeah, I, no, my bookie, AG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Friends. Yeah, seriously, though. They like, should be the mybookie.ag uh, Fort Worth. Fort Worth yeah, it's the one where they get you, you know where you get that tartan blazer? The one that's like the Scottish blazer. Even the LPGA event has a sponsor. They do. Did you get picks for the LPGA event as well? No, I didn't. But if you'd like some, there's Come a on. couple. There's a couple ladies I I, I could I could definitely pick. Pretty soft. Pretty weak. <laughs> Pretty weak. Almost as weak as Joe Lisi's excuse. I called uh, Joe Lisi last night. Said, uh, "Hey Joe, can you join me to talk some college football uh, lines that were just posted for Week One?" He said, oh, "I'm sorry, Gabe. I can't uh, come. My uh, my high school daughter's graduating from high school." And uh, I responded back to him. Terrible excuse. <laughs> Pretty weak. You know, Joe, I thought you loved college football, bro. I love college football, Gabe. I thought you were, like, all in all the time. All in. College football. Like, all the time. All in all the time. All in Joe. Oh, that's that's the all in kid. All, all in Joe. All in Jake. All in Jake Seeley? Yeah. He's all in. Oh, the all in kid? Or is it? Yeah, I think yeah it is the all in kid. Yeah, I believe so. All in. You're the all in kid. Usually, you go more all in than he does. Yeah, I go all in a lot at the tables. Definitely all in. Yeah, you go all in at the tables. At the buffet. Yeah, at, at the uh, blackjack table. At the dining table. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I do like to dine, Marenzi. It's hard uh, to find a good buffet these days. And I'm a Bills fan, so I like to uh, break tables. Yes, you do. Man, the Arizona Diamondbacks just continue to burn. They money. are really struggling. 9-2 right now for the Milwaukee Brewers. A lot of afternoon baseball going on. Detroit Tigers up 3-1 as we speak. Uh, Royales with cheese tied with the yep. St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, they're tied up at 2. Houston Astros are up by 3-1 right now. 4-1. They just scored again. Oh, now 4-1. Yep, 4-1. I actually like the night uh, card uh, here tonight. So we've got a lot of stuff to get to on the program today. Mark Lawrence will uh, join us. In about 15 minutes, as he does every uh, Wednesday. Uh, Lou. Lou. Gamblu steps up and in. A lot of stuff to hit with Lou. We'll talk game seven. He's jacked. Eastern Conference Finals. He's got that Capitals ticket at 18-1. to 1. 
burning a hole in his pocket. <laughs> you know, I went to bed last night thinking that I was going to take the Tampa Bay Lightning. No, today. you're not. You're taking the Capitals. And uh, now I'm uh, I'm starting to think I'm going to take the Washington Capitals. Right. Time. Know it, buddy? Like it, we're on the same wave. We're going to ride that wave together. I just, hey, you know it changes game to game, but what they did in the last game and the determination, there's just something about those guys, the way they look right now. I don't like, know if that I, means anything. It means, I think I think they show up. Vasilevsky's the problem. I think Washington will, will play better than Tampa Bay today. I'm just worried about that damn goal tender stealing the game. Holtby's been good, but Vasilevsky's been amazing. Like Washington should have won that game by five more than five goals. They dominated that game. They put these guys through glass. They hit everything that moved. I'm Washington's you, been the better team. They for have the most been the part, better. But yes. hockey is a, it's like it's, show business. It's a cruel, cruel hideous pitch. It, it is. All you need is a hot goaltender and you're done. Very simple. But I'm taking the Capitals tonight, especially if we're getting a dog price. I'm seeing plus one thirties out there. I mean they've um, they've outshot them by an average of more than uh, ten shots on goal yep. uh, per game. You mentioned Vasilevsky, and I talked about uh, Russian goaltenders. And, uh, he's uh, a good one. And questioning them. Um, yeah, he's standing on his head uh, in this series. You know, he stopped uh, 131 of 139 shots. And gave quality opportunities, too. Not like some just, like, knucklers coming in. from. You know what I mean? Like, these have been point-blank uh, And not chances. just outshot, Cam. And you talked about it, too, about the Capitals pretty much playing a perfect game. They out-hit them 39-19. They killed them. I, 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 like, you know me. I'm not usually a Twitter guy. I went on Twitter just because uh, people were complaining about the basketball game. I'm like, you know, turn it to this hockey game. Washington's putting people through glass. You should go on Twitter to promote the show. Yes. I should. <laughs> Correct. I do retweet it though. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. You're right. I'm like once every, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, once every two weeks. Yeah, I'm just getting texts from my girlfriend going, "Can you pick up some dim sum after the show?" Like you know, what I mean, it's like, come on, man, you I got know, things I, to do. I get texts too. I know you do, Gabe. I know you do. <laughs> I just ignore them. That's a good point. But uh, <laughs> people all the time. Where where are you been? I'm like, what the hell do you hey, mean? Wait, where have been? I been? You've been here. Yeah, I've been doing a damn show. What do you mean where? Four to seven Eastern every day. Game time decisions. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tune in. Trying to call you. Anybody that tries to call me now, like, if you don't know me by now enough to know that I hate phones, then, you know, you probably shouldn't be calling. That's a good point. I worked out your phone today to take that mugshot of you today, though. That worked out. That looked good. Phone's not too bad, actually. No, this phone's all right. It's pretty good for a cheap phone. I got the same. I, I got the same piece. It piece only of took. It only took like seven minutes to upload a photo yeah. and send it. That's what happens, buddy. That's what happens when we go to the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, not, not quick. Data. Bottom of the barrel. This is like a Samsung Galaxy, it's, some it's, piece of crap. Yeah, I'm on number. I think they're on number eight now. I'm. I'm. I'm riding three. I think I got the the J three. I don't know what you got. The two, two and a half. No, no. Four? This, this is like the. Uh, this is like. The oh, that's six. the newer version. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You can't smaller and sleeker, can't. Yeah, Come mine's on. mine's more like a waffle. Yeah, yours. That's put some syrup on that bad boy. That's like a cell phone for a bear. <laughs> <laughs> you, why, why don't you just meet <laughs> me? Yeah. Why don't you just can't like, pick me up some salmon from the stream? I like the fact that we tell Ken to retweet the show. That is my nickname, the bear. He's like, uh, well, you know, my girlfriend's texting me to get some dim sum. So that just threw your entire day for a loop. 
It just threw. Sorry, I'm dealing with my parking lady too. Like I don't know how I got a it ticket in threw, my complex. It threw your entire day for a loop oh, the, because the your girlfriend en- wants to eat some. No, dip stuff. the parking enforcement guy called me a liar. I didn't like that too much. The, the what would happen? Said, what would happen if you responded back to the text and say, you know what? If you want some dim sum, why don't you go pick it up your freaking self? That's kind of what I was gonna do, Gabe. Like, like how would the commercial break? How would that go over? Not well. Uh, probably not well, but I'm. Th- I'm you, close. You're gonna say it in the same way, but I'm kind of busy. I'm not near the place. I got an idea. I have a feeling though. Uh, she's going to be picking up the dim sum. Don't worry about it. I, I'm, I'm working on a plan. Why don't you just uh, take an Uber and go pick it up? Okay. But unlike unlike uh, Lenny Dykstra, don't pull a gun on the Uber driver. <laughs> Lenny Dykstra has been arrested uh, with cocaine <laughs> after pulling a gun on an Uber driver. Ex-Mets hothead Lenny Dykstra allegedly pulled a gun on an Uber driver in New Jersey while carrying a stash of drugs that included cocaine. The driver picked Dykstra up uh, in Linden as he requested to uh, change his destination, cops uh, said. But the cabbie uh, refused. Was well, it an Uber driver or is it a cab- Uber yeah. driver or a cabbie? Uh, Dykstra then allegedly pulled out a gun and threatened to kill the driver. <laughs> wow. Lenny. Uh, the driver, 47-year-old man, then got the attention of police by speeding his Uber vehicle into a parking garage near the police station while honking the horn repeatedly. <laughs> he then drove directly to the police station. The hack then fled the car. The hack. You're going to love the New York Post. The hack. So first, it's an Uber driver. Then he's a, he's a cabbie. Now he's a hack. You know what, though? To Lenny Dykstra, when you're dealing with Uber, they don't like side trips. That's the thing, because you pay for the trip. When you, That's kind of why I still yeah. take cabs, because when you're dealing with the cabbie, you can go, hey, here's an extra 10. Take me to the convenience store. Take me to the liquor store, whatever. But on Uber, it's a one-stop shop. They go, oh, we got to plan had, another trip. I, I don't like that. I had Lenny Dykstra on the show probably about yeah. seven or eight months ago. Yeah, it was good. It went well. Well, up until he stated that uh, who wants to uh, lick another man's asshole. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> depending. Yeah, it went well. It was yeah, depending it was on good him. interview. He was on. He's on Stern all the time, that guy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know what? Now now we have a more open format. Yeah, he's welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Kramer. It's like Kramer in the Merv Griffin set. Uh, we have a new edgier, edgier uh, format of the show. That's right. We're, we're, Come on down. Yeah, anything goes now. So, so Lenny Dykstra, I guess this just happened. Uh, happened uh, late last night. Cops searched the car, did not find a weapon, but Dykstra was found in possession of cocaine, marijuana, and ecstasy. So how did he wear the gun? That's uh, it's a nice mix there. Real good, good drug parlay. Well, he was taken into uh, custody at 3.30 a.m. and charged with making terroristic threats and drug possession. His long rap sheet includes being charged with indecent exposure in L.A. Well, I've been charged with that. And admittedly selling valuables uh, from his $18 million mansion in violation of terms of his bankruptcy agreement. Didn't he get tagged in, like, some sort of uh, stolen car ring in yeah, L.A. as well? I think there was something else going on there, too. Some problem with the income tax, cars. There's a lot of things going on there. He just sold his estate to Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky owns his, Lenny Dykstra's estate. Yes. Wow. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky bought Lenny Dykstra's estate like just a couple of days. Like, I swear. Really? Unless I'm just dreaming. This. No, I don't, I, those are pretty wild dreams. <laughs> yeah, I should not Paulina. You should be dreaming about Paulina. You're dreaming about Lenny Dykstra in real estate. I don't know. What's <laughs> Your boy Richie Incognito got into trouble too. A lot, lot of yeah, a lot, lot of rage and anger today. Yeah. 
Look at this. Wayne Gretzky drops $13.5 million to buy back the sweet pad he sold to Lenny Dykstra. Oh, that buying back. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Gretzky bought back the property for $5 million less than he sold it to Dykstra. Great businessman. Here's some pictures of the place, Cam. Yeah, I'll take a look. Oh, look, you've got a uh, putting green in the oh, back. Oh, God. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Almost looks like a hole. That is absolutely stunning. That is beautiful. The pool, the mountain vista in the back. It's a par three hole. God, that's gorgeous. Nice. The compound house, 13,000 square feet of living space with a main house that has six bedrooms and eight bathrooms, two guest houses. Amenities include a pool, tennis court, and a movie theater. Amazing. The property also looks down on Sherwood Country Club, where Wayne is a member, and where his his son-in-law... Dustin Johnson set the course record to once. <laughs> Guys, set the course record. Yeah. Let's, let's play. Why don't we buy the place? Exactly. Played well here. <laughs> Good call. I like the course so much. I, I bought, bought it. it. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So Dykstra's got a lot of money. Well, usually he does have money, but it's tied up, right? What in cocaine? No, and you said he's he's filed for bankruptcy, so he can't make money on the side now. That money has to go. You understand where I'm coming from, man. He just can't. He just can't sell things and pocket it now. It's part of the the bankruptcy agreement. He's always like uh, zooming around uh, L.A. He lives in L.A. I don't know what the hell he's. Well, I guess not. I guess no. I guess he sold a place in L.A. So now really? he's Jersey. selling a lot of property. Because <laughs> he took that that thirteen point five million yep. from Wayne. See ya. And uh, got some uh, got some crystal meth. <laughs> good the good blow. The, the good stuff. Terroristic <laughs> threats from World Series champion to terrorist. Tough. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. You see some of these Uber drivers. I've had some hipster kid from Holland. Yeah. Know the hell the Dykstra's defense. Like, I, yeah. I've had a couple of really bad trips with these guys. Like, I go, hey, you know, you got to take me to the station. The guy's taking me the other way. He's going wrong, giving me attitude. You had a guy. Yeah, we I had prefer, a guy going the wrong way. Listen, when Uber came out, I will admit, I originally was like Abe Simpson. The hell's this Uber stuff? I support the taxi industry. Yeah. You want to support mom and pop, uh, you know, people complain. Well, where's the mom and pop shops? Well, you don't support the mom and pop shops. You buy crap from Amazon. So I like to support the the greasy, sleazy taxi so drivers do I, Gabe. Of, uh, of America. Trust me. no, nobody. I take a lot of cabs. And, uh, and Canada. So I was anti-Uber. Uh, then I took Uber a couple of times, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty cheap, actually. But that was then. And I've taken Uber enough now. That I actually legitimately prefer the taxi, and I think the taxis are most of the time cheaper. To be honest with you, I've done the math. And if if or not, maybe two or three bucks more. Except if I get into a taxi, and I'm wearing a Toronto Raptor jersey and a Toronto Raptor jacket, and they're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers in the playoffs, and I tell a taxi driver, "Take me to the game," he knows what I mean. <laughs> he I get t- he took Uber. you to the sugar factory. I get in an Uber. And I asked the guy, I'm like, where the hell are you going? Like, you know, the arena's up there. And he's like, I follow the GPS. Like, he's like, he's like and I remember I was like, dude, just turn here. I don't care. At least he, he actually was a little bit more because yes. he saw I was going to smash him in the face That's with a Smirnoff bottle. Great point, though. Cabbies <laughs> have been through, like, they know every alleyway, every trick, how to get through the shortcuts. The Uber driver, they rely on that stuff. But let me tell you, from a guy that takes it every day, Gabe, I've done the math. From my place to take the train to go to Morency Studio is 17 and a cab, 
it's 10 or 11 in an Uber. So over time, you know what I mean? I would love to give the cab driver my money. I prefer talking to him too. He usually knows what he's doing, but I'm not I'm not paying. They they got to figure out how to compete with these guys. That's the problem. Sorry, yeah. man. Sorry. It is a problem. Uh, no, it is on a short trip. On a short trip, Uber's fun. it's not bad. Yeah, I don't because do it, you could exactly. be six bucks, whatever. But I don't do the long trips. I'm a ten dollar, fifteen dollar guy, see, so I don't go. care if I pay nine or thirteen. Yeah, say right? you went from New York City to somewhere in New Jersey, like you have a big, big trip, man. You'll save like thirty, forty bucks. That's the problem, man. I would love to give the cab driver, but these guys, I'm, I'm trying to negotiate. Hey, man, flat rate, forty five bucks. You no, fifty five, sixty. It's crazy. Screw that, man. They're everywhere, man. I was in Costa Rica I'm with Drew Martin. Yeah, let me call an Uber. Got an Uber. They got Uber in Costa Rica? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Some dude shows up in his car like four minutes later. That's amazing. And, and I ask, because a lot of dudes that I know, a lot of American dudes and Canadian dudes live in Costa Rica. And they live in like weird spots. Because, you know, I actually considered moving there a couple of times. So, you know, I'm there. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty nice here. But I'm like, man. You know, if I live up in the mountain up there, like, not very convenient. Yeah, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I just picture myself being stranded in, like, sort of this house in Costa Rica. You do a lot of radio like shows, once a week. Yeah. Can you please bring me groceries? And That's stuff, the some thing. Weed, you got to go. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Gabe, once a week, you go on pilgrimage, right? You go hit the stores. You go grab stuff. That's what you got to do. No, but I asked. I said, I said to Buddy, I said, you live way up on the top of that hill? I said, how the hell do you get it out of uh, to the studio and do your stuff and go out? He goes, Uber. And I go, Uber, really? Yeah. And he goes, you know what you cost me? $2. Amazing. He goes, I almost feel bad. He goes, you get a ride from one end of the city to the other for $2. Sounds great. Which is like 80 cents American. It's awesome. <laughs> and I'm paying 21 bucks yeah. to go a mile. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. Chicks voice, this song's not. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, the riff's good. The riff's good, but you said it, that chick can wail. Like when they start, like, I mean, wail. Beautiful. Classic rock anthems. I have this, uh, maybe uh, it's, might be, uh, might be number one. What? Really? Give me shelter? Yeah, as far it's as, uh, as far as the uh, top rock songs of all time. It's definitely in my top ten. Stairway to Heaven is the nah, consensus number stairway one. Stairway to Heaven, it, it, come on, man! Like I have every Zeppelin album and stuff. Like, like people, if you're a yeah. fan, you Ramble, got that physical graffiti Ramble, and all the Ramble on's good stuff. Well, Ramble on's good. No, but the thing with, Stairway to Heaven is it's a nice it's a nice anthem, but whatever. It's just it's one of those songs. Yes, it's legendary, Listen, but it's not I the best of all time. I didn't make the list. I know. I'm just stating that Stairway to Heaven is. It is generally known as the number one rock song of all time. The Beatles have their we'll songs get back on to the list. list. We have a lot of stuff to get to. Yeah, today, we do. Actually. We, we do. Really do. 
We're going to get to uh, cheetahs uh, chasing stupid tourists. Yeah, they're dumb Dutch. Uh, lava bombs, and the lava bomb story is just too good. Oh, but we'll get to I this. love that guy. Me lava too. bomb. <laughs> the guy's the best. <laughs> um, uh, Twitter blocking people on Twitter. Trump has been told uh, it's Ooh. illegal to block people on Twitter since he's the president. I'm yeah. sure he's going to listen to that. And uh, oh yeah, something else happened today. Uh, everybody's talking about the uh, the anthem and, policy. Oh yeah, that's right. But the only reason everybody's talking about the anthem policy is because the media is pushing the anthem stuff, and because the league is uh, whatever. But it's just it's like uh, it's sort of like politics itself. It's just polarizing. It's annoying. I'm sick I agree. of the anthem. I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't want to talk about Kaepernick. I'm sick of the anthem. Nobody was freaking talking about it. And the NFL had to drop this bomb today and make everyone talk about it again. Correct. God, you guys are stupid. Correct. You know, it's crazy. Roger Goodell really is the worst commissioner in sport. Let's bring in, uh, let's bring in Mark Lawrence, who's uh, one of the best in the business. I can't wait to read the uh, the college football uh, playbook with the season. Got a little bit of a teaser with Tulane today from Mark talking oh, good, about good. The, the green wave. Good, we'll get to that. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com joins us. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing terrific, guys. How you doing? Always Fantastic. a pleasure, uh, Mark. Uh, crazy, uh, a lot of stuff uh, going on uh, today, including a game seven. In the National Hockey League, and a, a pretty big game five in the National Basketball uh, Association. Game fives are the key, man. These series is that they're tied at two, and generally the home team wins these games. Um, are coming into tonight, Boston. It, it's a, it's a strange game. It's been such a flip flop bandwagon in the playoffs uh, so far with everybody um, this year, in which you know Boston. Boston aren't a good road team. Long story short, they're one and six on the road in the playoffs. Uh, five of the six losses are by double digits. The other one was by nine points uh, the other night. But but at home, they're just a completely different team. Uh, Mark, what's your take on this game tonight? Yeah, this has been a real total home road dichotomy series here thus far, and Boston has really fit the bill as you mentioned, Gabe. But a totally different team at home. You mentioned home game five of a playoff series and how pivotal it is. I looked this up in my database this morning, and teams that are home in Game 5 in a series that are off two losses exact, which is what Boston is, those teams are 61 and 17 going all the way back to 1990. Good role for the Boston Celtics here in that role. You take a look at LeBron James, the Cleveland Cavaliers, how he has feasted in his career in conference finals. Uh, He's... In his career, he's 32 and 19, but at home, 23 and 3 on the road, just 9 and 16. I'm going to look at Boston in this game here tonight for one main reason. Here, if you take a look at what the Celtics have done this year at home against 600 or better teams, quality teams, they're 13 and 1 straight up end of the number here. I think Boston gets the edge and wins Game Five tonight. What's the current number right now? Boston one and uh, total 206 flat. It's been bouncing around. Yeah, another thing too, guys. Boston falls into that home dog roll. They're extremely profitable uh, as well, but uh, I think it's going to close where it is right now. I was going to say, guys, too, if you look, Mark, they're favored by one in the game, and the thing that Gabe and I have been talking about, these series prices, right? This series is tied, yet Cleveland is minus 200 and Boston's plus 170. Like, they win tonight. They're up 3-2, to two, I know, obviously. But it's just the, the fluctuations in the numbers. And then take a look. Golden State the other night. So they Golden State loses to Houston outright. Houston wins and ties a series. We were getting minus 400 for Golden State versus the field. I clicked on the sports book this morning, and Golden State now is minus 150 to win. 
like versus the field at plus 110. It is absolutely insane. Like if you like, it was 190 before. It's less. So I'm just saying from a from a mathematical perspective, great like, value. If you like Golden State now and you haven't done anything, you, now is the time to hit the button. Don't you think, Brodsky? You can get the Golden State Warriors at minus 150 to win yeah. the NBA championship. Um, they were minus 350 yesterday yes. offshore, and that was the lowest number out there. They were as high as minus 600 in the Vegas yep. sportsbooks yesterday, Mark. Now they're minus 150. It's incredible, the uh, the wild swings of these series prices. It's been unbelievable, this price that uh, Cam just mentioned about the Boston Celtics here. It's basically what the series price was, the difference being you don't have seven games for Cleveland to go carry it out and win a series in seven games. Now they have to do it in three games. So you're laying the Cavaliers minus $2 in three games. That's not as much value as it was the Cavaliers minus $2 to win a best of seven. I think the advantage is Boston here. And I agree with you with the Golden State proposition situation here. Golden State, like you say, is as cheap as it's been in the series to win the NBA championship. If they get past Houston here, they're going to be hefty favorites. I mean hefty favorites against anybody that comes out of the East. This is probably the time to buy Golden State right now, as you said. Golden State Warriors are minus one in this basketball game tomorrow. That's another thing. So we look at them. They're both. Very, very small favorites. Boston minus one, Golden State minus one. And then it's just, it's just, un, it's unbelievable stuff. These teams are favored. Then you gave, you look at the series price, like the match just doesn't make sense. And now Boston, 14 to one. Say they win tonight. They're favored. They go up three to 14 to one, like before they were seven. Like that it's is just, unbelievable. That's right. just too high. They win, then and suddenly you've got yourself a hedge to buy back again. Even, yeah, even with the other side. You know, Mark, it's, it's crazy. I remember a couple of years ago, you played it uh, like a maestro um, when uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers came back down from 3-1 to the Golden State Warriors, and you had a couple, you know, you had numerous series prices, yeah. most of them in the plus money range when it was all said and done. Um, this year, it, it's just, it's crazy. Like, you could have, like, literally, like, 20 different bets right now with some crazy different plus money prices on almost every team. You know, that's what's crazy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Boston Celtics have been big dogs all through the playoffs all the time. Here they are right now. Cleveland was a dog at the start when yeah, Boston went up. Yeah, Cleveland suddenly was left for dead. Golden State's been anointed the greatest team yep. of all time. And then, the, you know, oh, what a big flop. They're terrible. Houston, huge dogs. And then Golden State, you only have to lay like 30, 40 cents now. Wow, dude. It's crazy. It you is. can have everything. And But let's be real. there. It's a tough game. It's a tough game tonight, guys. Yeah. But. In the same fashion, and I said this earlier, when everybody buried Cleveland, going back to Cleveland, I said Kyle Korver hits threes at home. Jeff Green plays better. Kevin Love plays better. They play better at home. And it's the same thing with the Celtics. You know, you'll see tonight, I think Terry Rozier plays better. Rozier is better at home. Horford's better at home. The Celtics are a damn good home team. I'm going to pull the trigger with the Boston Celtics, Mark. I'm with you. I think the Boston Celtics are the right side in this game. As I mentioned here, that record at home against quality teams has been outstanding this year. The thing we're going up against here, guys, is, and I think we shared this before, LeBron James's career record in a series when his team fell down two games to nothing, starts out 0-2. He's been phenomenal. He's 20-3 and to the spread against that team after falling down 0-2 in a series. Uh, he's been you know, capitalizing against Boston here that way. Now, if he if he loses tonight, that number goes to 20 and four. It's still a good looking number, but I think you have to handicap the game for the way it is being set up tonight. The way they're playing the game with Boston off back to back losses at home on this strong court. I'm with Brad Stevens and the Celtics tonight. Guys, this is the fourth time. So three times so far, there's been uh, a game five where the series has been tied at two in the playoffs. 
Home teams won every game five. Everyone. In this situation. Mark Lawrence uh, brought it up. Uh, going back in 1991, home teams are 31 and 14 straight up in conference final game five matchups. Um, six and one against the spread going back to, uh, to 2013 uh, as well. It's the roller coaster, and people always remember what they saw last, Mark. Yep. So what we saw last is Boston getting their ass handed to them for the most part in two games in a row. Suddenly, they're only laying one going back home. And then maybe, you know, Cleveland gets drilled tonight. And then suddenly, Cleveland's only one going back home. It's like people never really believe their own eyes in what they saw. Or they believe their eyes too much. And they just get themselves locked in on what happened. It really has just been a classic zigzag theory playoffs in the NBA, really. Yeah, you know, the, the zigzags uh, for the playoffs have made money thus far this year. Uh, in fact, if you can go back the last 17 games going backwards, the zigzag loser is 12-5 and five to the spread. So it's working right now this particular year is the zigzag, the flip-flop in the series here. And you talk about not believing your eyes. There was never any more of an epitome of that than the Houston Rockets, number one seed, getting drilled by 41 points in a basketball game. And then the next game, what do they do? They they go out as nine-point dogs instead of seven-point dogs, and just all they do is win the game in the rematch here. So don't believe what you just saw because that old saying, never is a team as bad as they look in their worst loss, and they're never as good as they look in their best win. Golden State just couldn't put it away. The thing is, they, they let Houston hang around and linger, Mark. And i got to tell you something, just watching the end of that game when we thought it was over and then they put 0.5 left on the clock. Can you believe Steph Curry was that, like, open? Like, it's just like Houston kind of thinking, oh, okay, he's got the ball and he missed that shot. He's going to hit that 9 out of 10 times. I'm just thinking it was very nonchalant. They didn't play defense on that play. And i got to tell you, Golden State at Houston laying only one point to me, like, Vegas doesn't give away money, but to me, like, that, Mark, like, I don't usually say all in, but I think I'm probably going to go all in with Golden State because simply they're a better than, team than Houston. I don't know what you think, but for all those total betters, too, man, under series, like, they're not even getting close to the number, Gabe. 226, like, 90, like, in the Crazy. 180s. Like, the, the thing is, yeah, they're, they're under the total by, like, 40 points. It's been absolutely nuts. Under players well, are because, really cashing in. Because there's been so many blowouts. That's right. I mean, the closest games. Last night was the closest game that we had. Def- a little bit of defense. And um, it was there was no flow of the game. Last night in the game, one team would have a good quarter and the other team wouldn't have it. You know what I mean? It was like 28-19 in every damn quarter. What do you think of the, the, the pace and the tempo tonight? Uh, Mark with 206 and a half Boston's offense is much better at home mm-hmm. you know I, I think they average about 107 I'll get the exact number 107 109 points a game at home in the playoffs they're pretty efficient at home offensively but will Cleveland if things aren't going their way will Cleveland just sort of tap out and does that mean Mark do you think maybe the Boston team totals the way to go instead I think there's two factors come into play here, Gabe, in this uh, over-under series, or the total for the series. is uh, The deeper you go in the conference uh, playoffs, the more likely you to see better defense stepping up. You get lower-scoring games. We're seeing it right now. And you're into the conference finals here right now. Cleveland taps out. Cleveland comes with a clunker, which they've been known to do here, especially off a big win here. I think you have to look to the under total here. And let me go back one quick moment here. You just mentioned about the game last night with five-tenths of a second. Curry puts up the shot. Why did not Chris Paul miss that free throw? 
if he if he intentionally misses a free throw, you don't let the game's over. Play. The game's over. Exactly. I, I don't understand what his thinking there. was there. And the announcers were saying, "Oh, he's got to hit this one because if they hit a three, they at least go to overtime." No, there's not enough time. If you bank it, bank it off at zero point five, you can't pick up the ball and it throw it that their, quick. It was their concern exactly that somehow they'd throw a hail mary and it end up losing the game by one point. With the ball hitting with 0.5, though, there's not enough time to collect it and, and even put it up, I don't think. You know who Golden State remind me of, Mark, in these situations a little bit is Duke, in which the Golden State Warriors are a great team. They they're, they haven't played a lot of close games over the years. They really have Very good point. Like, in a regular season, they don't play in a lot of close mm-hmm. games. Like, they really don't. In the playoffs, they don't really – they're not a lot of buzzer beaters yeah, like with people. the Warriors. And in these tight situations – Durant, Durant just tightened up last night. Curry was a mess. Clay Thompson throws an air ball. Oh yeah, that was awful. Oh yeah, it was that complete. was awful. And you know what's insane, guys? You're talking about that with point five seconds left. You could you could argue earlier why didn't Curry use a timeout so he yeah. could have set up a three earlier on a possession earlier and he didn't. Mm-hmm. But you know what's amazing, Mark? Even with a point five seconds left, Steph Curry was wide open. He got an open look. And that's, a what I was, that's what I said to Mark like, earlier. I go, I know, like, that is that's nuts. That's the, the, the fact thing, they don't yeah. have a guy on him is insane to me. Yeah. He hits that shot nine out of ten times. I know. And it like, wasn't even close, his shot. He was no. so off, it barely exactly. hit the rim. But it was, he was, I was like, dear God. No, like, no one was even talking about it at the end. Like, guys, like, Houston's just sitting around selling. I'm like, what the hell did you guys just do there? You almost pissed that game away. It was weird. So we got a game seven. I got some numbers here, guys, for tonight's uh, game seven in, in hockey, yep. uh, actually. And... Um, you know, home ice isn't quite as um, as dominant as people think it is, actually. I think we're taking the visitor. We're taking the caps tonight I did with, at plus 130. Since 2008, there have been 51 Game 7s in the Stanley Cup playoffs. 27 of them have been run, won by the road team. Me likey. A 529 winning percentage. I like it. You like that, okay? Oh, bring, in the, bring in the good numbers and that hey, back us up. And I, you, you win <laughs> blindly because they're always underdogs in these games. Correct. All right. Uh, wow. Row teams. I got to like those numbers, Gabe. I got to like those with this uh, best of seven, yeah. game seven. I don't think home ice means a whole lot in hockey, uh, as you would expect in the playoffs. And Mark, here. how about this, too? Row teams are on 11-4 and four run right now in the NHL playoffs. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Hockey, hockey, home ice. Actually, yeah. it works the opposite. If you're the road team and you score the first goal, the building goes dead. You freak out. It's it's very unlike other sports in basketball. You want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's low in hockey. I find the team when you're at home, you play to the fans. You screw up, and it's uh, yeah. That's why we like betting on those road teams. All right, uh, Mark, baseball. We got a lot of some good baseball, baseball trends. Baseball, you get some great trends uh, like this. Uh, from Mark Lawrence's Coffee Club. Go over to the playbook, uh, playbook.com to get information to subscribe for your morning uh, cup of joe uh, with Mark Lawrence. Um, so, uh, Philadelphia Phillies. I was actually liking Arietta's in some good form right now, but historically he's not. He doesn't have great uh, main numbers, uh, Mark, and I know you're a big uh, monthly pitcher report uh, guy. I like to see it at Homer Bailey's 0-6 oh, at home with a 7-1 <laughs> yeah. oh, earned run Don't. average. Cause yeah, I'm betting on the I'm betting on the Pirates tonight, baby. Keeping it cool. Yes, sir. I am uh, there. Um, and you know what? Uh, Cubs last night get humiliated. John Lester in a good spot. I was on the drive last night. Do you want to lay minus one seventy five tonight, uh, Mark? What's your take on the baseball board? Well, you know, there's one interesting, I think, slant on the card here tonight, guys. You have two pitchers that are going tonight that went nine complete innings in their last start, and I did a study on this. And it's very rare you'll find pitchers could do a complete game these days with the bullpens getting all the wear and tear. 
But when you do have a pitcher doing a complete game, he struggles his next game. Uh, There's only seven and seven in follow-up games, but here's the kicker. In those 14 games after going nine complete innings, they've lasted an average of less than six innings per start. They just don't have the gas going the next game here. You've got two big price arms going tonight. Price for Boston, Verlander for Houston. See if you don't split those babies out and make some cash with one of those two dogs. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Check it out. And uh, you get the uh, the newsletters. Great stuff. Can't wait for the playbook, Mark. Thanks for the time. Hey, my pleasure as always, guys. Be good. You Mark too. Lawrence with us. Game time decisions. Ready and Rage Radio continues. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Decision. Stew, stew, studio. A bet that's been on my mind. I see a thread here. The 15 most not safe for work fan signs from the 2018 <laughs> NHL playoffs. <laughs> and uh, since uh, we are uh, not a, a not safe for work program, although you could be tuning in at work, we know where to draw the line. <laughs> now, do we? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Um, now, look at this one, Cam, actually. Like, this isn't not not safe for work. Is it like what? What, your cute bun matches garbage your game? That's, that's nothing. It's your, like your yeah, cute bun, bun matches, matches your game. Garbage. garbage. Yeah. It's for Brett Burns with his little Burns. Uh, man bun. Tampon Bay. You suck, period. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like that. Good work, Devils fan. Uh, that, that, you know what, uh, Devils fan? You get yeah. uh, Tampon Bay. You suck. Period in red. Strong. I like the way, I, I like the fonts in the red too. Giroux is a bender. bender. The hell is that? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Nashville Predators practice facility. What a swimming pool. Dive team. Okay. Uh, it used to be the Max Pacioretty dive team. I have one of those shirts. Uh, they sell them in Boston. The, the Canadian swim team with Max Pacioretty. This one's pretty good. Left wingers who can't finish in D.C. Hillary Clinton. Ovechkin. Nice. That's good. That's good. Yeah. No. A penguin fan, a penguin fan has a sign that says left wingers who can't finish in D.C. Hillary Clinton and Ovechkin. <laughs> Can't have an avalanche without snowflakes. Yeah, it's all right. Not bad. Not really yeah, not safe uh, for work. Yeah, that's that's nothing. Yeah. McKinnon hides in the bushes in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still like Tampon Bay the best. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, there's, no, there's oh! a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Strong. <laughs> 
Sorry, that got, what, so Winnipeg Jet fans. Give Jet fan crew. Yeah. <laughs> Winnipeg Jet fans got a poster, a banner with like a picture of a jet, and it says Jets, Jets. versus Predators, and instead of a Predator logo, it's a picture of <laughs> Bill Cosby. Cosby. What the hell's that? Subban puts, puts milk, milk in, in before. Before what? I can't read it. Before bed? I don't know. Nah. Next. Yeah. Lame side. See, either lame. Golf clubs. Come on, people. Get better than that. How's that not safe for work? Yeah. I, 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 I was Ovechkin hosting golf clubs. Not safe <laughs> for work. Voracek showers with his dad? Yeah, little, I don't know. Okay. A little over the top. <laughs> No, nobody beats wrestling signs, Brent. See, gold, the gold dust plus my priest equals lots of touching. See, that's how you that's how you get the signs. Typical uh, Flyer fan, <laughs> keeping it simple. Here's his sign. Here to remind everyone Crosby is a bitch. Yep. <laughs> Light up a dubnik. Pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Not yeah, bad. Yeah. Eh. But none of these guys yeah. are. You guys are all have a sign saying light, light up, up a doobnik, but you don't got any doobnik. are smoking any yeah. doobnies. Yeah. Doobnies. Got a doobnie for sale. <laughs> Your boy Richie Incognito went bonkers, eh? He's an idiot. Yeah, I know. Apparently he was going nuts throwing, throwing weights at the gym. He's just uh, spewing about uh, all sorts of political ranting and going nuts. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, that guy's a piece of work, man. One of the dirtiest players of all time. I think he got voted from the NFL peers. I think they had that vote. Dirtiest player of all, Richie Incognito. He had to be uh, held for a mental uh, psychiatric evaluation. He's an idiot. He He, got cut, too. He He gone. He was back with the Bills. No, the Bills are going to keep him. No, he could play. He could play. He's dirty, but he could play. They got tired of his crap in that he was going to basically... The bill, he was making like six and a half, seven million a year. And the Bills basically told him, listen, we we're not, we can't pay you this. He's a little older now, but we like you, you know, so let's let's restructure the contract. And, you know, they gave him a choice. You want to restructure the contract or we'll let you go type of deal. What do you want to do? And his agent was like, told him, don't restructure the contract. And Richie Incognito fired his agent on Twitter. Incognito is yeah. a big uh, Trump guy. So he did like, a, oh, you're fired. He yeah, thought it was yeah. funny and stuff like that. And he basically then stated on Twitter, you know, I don't care what my agent says. I don't care whatever. I don't. I want to be with the Bills and, you know, go Bills. Bills Mafia. Yeah. And then basically two days later, he's like, I'm getting ripped off. Um, you know, I'm retiring. Then he's back. And, then, you know, I can't. Florio's a Bills fan. Like, you know, Florio, you even like, do you even care anymore with this? Thing is, you know, the Bills think offensive the, line could be a problem. Think about the things they had to deal with. But with it's to the point too. where he's more of a problem than he's That's worth. what I'm saying. He's a, he was a good player, but what about the racial slurs and the other stuff? Like, there's always a problem with him. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, he could be a dirty player, but he's, like, takes it up a notch. Apparently, Gabe, the guy, I don't know, is it due to probably steroid use or whatever. The guy's got liver and kidney failure, too. Like, so that's over time. That stuff's going to catch up with you. Pills. Pills. What yeah. we were talking about yesterday. Oh, imagine yeah. Incognito's brain and internal system. Oh, yeah. yeah. You would talk about Steroids, the HBO report. Pills, yeah, exactly. Drugs, booze. But no, you, you know could. But, that, but then players ask to smoke uh, medical marijuana. No. The answer is no. But we'll give you this. We'll right. give you that. Society would be a safer place if Incognito was smoking weed. Oh, big time. Four time Pro Bowler Incognito is being held for an involuntary mental evaluation after he was accused of throwing a dumbbell. Yeah. Holy crap. I told you. 
Also, we're on gym. Dumbbells flying. Florida. Um, <laughs> police were called to the Boca Raton uh, gym. Um, WKBW said Incognito was put under the provisions of the Baker Act, which means he has to undergo a mental evaluation. He was not arrested. According to TMZ, Incognito threw a tennis ball at another man. Then he threw a dumbbell at him. <laughs> the victim said there was no reason for Incognito being throwing things at him. TMC said Incognito was rambling about the government and screaming at the man to uh, get off my freaking playground. That's when police were called. This is just the latest incident yep. for Richie Incognito. NFL fans know Incognito um, for his odd behavior at the University of Nebraska. He would, then yeah, he, he was, was a time bomb there. He was a central figure in the 2013 bullying scandal involving uh, Miami Dolphin teammate Jonathan Martin, yep. who recently went crazy and threatened to shoot up a school. Uh, he's in. He's being held for mental evaluation right now. Um, all right, uh, he's a free agent uh, right now. Incognito was already displaying strange behavior, as I was saying. He said in April he was retiring and told the reporters kidneys and livers were failing. Then a couple of days later, he tweeted uh, at the Bills that he would see them at the start of the uh, off-season program. <laughs> the Bills put him on the reserve retired list, and ended the week they cut him when Incognito said he wanted to play again. That meant Incognito could become a free agent. The Bills cut him despite having him under contract with, with a significant need on the O-line. Like I said, he's starting to lose it. Oh, yeah, big time. Failure up there, failure with your kidneys, throw, throwing stuff at people. No, that's, it that's, sounds, but it this, sounds like he's lost his mind. And I don't feel, I feel so, bad. No, but yeah, I, I don't feel sorry for him. He's no. just a dumb jarhead. He's always has been. I don't, but, like, to, I don't like to see people but, in no, this state, this, though. This goes to what we were talking about yesterday, yesterday with I, the I NFL, agree. where the Bills, no. They're like, all right, this guy's losing his mind. He's been hitting the head too much. Yep. He's all roided up. Yep. He's a ticking time, time bomb. bomb. We can't, he, you yeah. can't be around this guy. Yeah. So instead of helping him, what do you do? You cut him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like That's, 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 that's the, the way, NFL. That's right? the way it works. Money talks. So like BS they, walks. They wash their hands of this. They're like, he's not even on our team anymore. What do you want us to do about him? Yeah, we know he's got mental issues, and we know his brain's damaged, but it's not our problem. Right? And that's... But, That's it becomes, how the, the, the but it becomes continues. society's problem when yeah. these guys are going out walking You're, the streets. Great call, Cam. Great point, man. That's that's some deep stuff right there. Exactly, it becomes society problem when you're Joe Sixpack working out in a in a gym, gym and, and this guy's throwing rod, dumbbells at your head. And you got a 320 pound NFL lineman. It's a psychopath throwing dumbbells Who at you. Could break you in half and kill you, or eventually just yeah, run someone over, yeah. or snaps, beats the shit out of someone, See, kills that, them. Great point. Like that's the thing that we don't talk when we talked about that issue. It's like the brain is a very fragile thing. And when things go loose, like that's the thing, Gabe. You could be an innocent guy walking down the street. You don't know what people are doing behind the wheel. You don't know what the guy's doing at the, uh, at the gym. You, you talk about it with the steroids and all the hits to the head and everything like com combined into one. People are walking fragile time bombs out there, and innocent people are going to get hurt. That's why more things need to be done about this. You can't just sit back and wait for a financial settlement. Like it's real. It's one of these this things is, that like people need to. These guys need to be hospitalized or get off the street if you're that dangerous. This is the time of the year in which NFL players will start to get arrested too. Yeah, great. It happens all the time. It's post. There's no camps right now. It's their last call. They also know they're going to be getting drug tested yep. at the first week of like their real training camp when they show up. They're basically told when they're going to get tested. So it's bender time right now. Exactly. It's bender time. It's. Um, 
you know, let's go, let's go to my hometown and get wasted one last weekend yeah. time. Hit the bar. You know how we're, that works out for Patty Kane every time. Oh yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. Rear, rear. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, the guy goes back to Buffalo. Patrick Kane started the Me Too movement. <laughs> All right, if you play DFS and you haven't tried playing MyBookie.ag player props, then you're missing out like suckers. The player prop tool allows you to avoid sharks winning 90% of the money in DFS. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. Forgetting having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Go to MyBookie.ag, open up a new account, enter promo code GTD. You'll receive a 50% deposit bonus. Often a player like, let's say, uh, Bryce Harper will be chalk in DFS and be owned in 80% uh, of tournaments. Uh, because everyone thinks the the play is obvious. Don't be a loser and eat that DFS chalk. Be a winner. Play mybookie.ag player. Play the uh, player props. It's great stuff, that player prop up builder. Plus, you can access the one sport not uh, yet touched uh, by DFS, the Sport of Kings horse racing. Go to mybookie.ag, open up an account, enter the promo code GTD, and receive a 50% deposit uh, bonus. Check out the uh, the player props tools. Great uh, stuff right there. That's mybookie.ag. I'm surprised. Promo though. code GTD. Support the uh, station. Support Damn the right. program. Support us. Support the station. By but, supporting the sponsors. Hey, horse racing, though? At DFS. I always thought about it. Remember when we were doing it before? I think I think we could put something together. You know what I mean? Remember we did the jockey? We did the jockey you tournament did. before. You we did, did it on Fan XT. You did do it before. You just basically you look you you bet you bet on jockeys and each jockey, but they, they basically stopped doing it because you kept on winning. Yes. <laughs> well, it kind of happened this way, Gabe. Uh, we went into a contest all together. We actually won the horse contest. I got paid. I divvied out the pay, but I yeah. won another contest, and they didn't pay me the second time around. And I'm like, uh oh, yeah, those guys still owe me money. It's kind of lost in limbo there, but uh, I don't know where it is. <laughs> It's kind of in cyberspace right now. I think. Yeah, they didn't like paying. <laughs> they the, didn't like paying yeah. the employees. Exactly. But, but you the were, thing is, but let's call it over what it is. I'm not. A, I, that's the thing. I'm not a DFS shark. I'm not. Drew, no, but you legitimately won I'm the not contest. Drew, I'm not Drew Dinkmeyer. I don't have the brains to do and that. Also, stuff. you're. An, I just won. You're also an independent contractor who's not an employee of Thank anything. Thank you. I really appreciate. Don't you, know you sound like a great guy to become? Not just the radio you host, like my lawyer. Yeah. yeah, you're damn right. Carl, Carl Miles, who? I got Gabe Morenci. No, you said it. First of all, one, I have no systems to back up my win. Like, I don't have an algorithms or anything. I watch horse racing. I go, I like this jockey, this jockey, this jockey. We won the contest successfully, won a few grand. Where's the money? Pretty simple, Gabe. You got a case. <laughs> I like it. At mybookie.ag, you get paid. Where's the money? Yeah, where's the money? Otherwise, things are going to start to get a little stabby. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like Fremont Street. I'm not mad. I'm feeling stabby. All right, so um, so this NFL uh, anthem policy is announced well, earlier today. You said it. it was Everything was going great. It was basically a solution to a problem that didn't freaking exist Exist-ist. anymore. I know. We didn't even talk about it for Listen, a while. Nobody was talking about players kneeling besides Donald Trump because he uses it for political just to get people Escaping from the, the real topics. Right. So, and another thing is... You have already, Kaepernick's done. He's gone. All right? That was two years ago. Nobody barely kneeled last year. Like, there was a couple of instances. Like, it's really. It's, it's a non-issue to me. It really is. It is a like non-issue. I, when, I, when I see that story and it's the lead story, I'm like, what the hell are we talking about? Let's talk about the games. And I'm not dismissing anyone's opinion no. on how you feel about it. I'm not. We're not living this debate nope. all over again. We've been doing it for two and a half damn years. Yep. Uh, but the NFL's policy now basically is that, um. Now, it's like I said, they did basically just, 
They created a problem that didn't need to be, you know, was there. They might as well just call it the Trump rule, though. Trump bitched about this a couple of days ago again. Uh, you know, when he had NASCAR guys there. Yeah. But, oh, you guys stand for the anthem. and Yeah. It went down this route. NFL owners are very, very right-wing and Republican-like. They're scared of Donald Trump. NFL ratings are down. They're scared that Trump's going to bash them and tw- you know tweet every Monday morning about how the NFL are unpatriotic, etc. It was a panic move on their behalf, but now they just made it worse. Instead of just one guy auspiciously, no stars ever did it. it used to be some one dude, no one knows know. who the hell he is, and he's by the Gatorade bottle. No one notices. You know, half the time players are in a locker room getting taped up during the anthem. Nobody bitches at them, right? So you can go on and on about this. So the new rule is you can stay in the room now if you want for the anthem. Just don't come out. And once the anthem's out, you can come out. Ready to rock. Let's play football. But if you're on the field, you've got to stand. Now, I think they messed up the wording of it and the handling of it. They didn't consult with the union. They just did it. And it's just so polarizing, and it's actually pretty probably unconstitutional. You can't really force people to do things and not do things. So, And the thing is, people would say, well, they're employees. It's a workplace. Yes and no, and I totally get it. I totally get your argument there, but that's why I should be an attorney. My argument's smarter than yours in that they're not employees. NFL players are not employees of the team. They're not. They're partners yes. with the National Football League. They split the revenue. Therefore, they're not employees. They are partners. And in fact, the contracts even say that they are partners. Now, it doesn't mean they can do whatever the hell they want. There's guidelines. But so now, though, Cam, what's going to happen is instead of just it going away and the players wanted yeah. to go away because the players want to make money. It was a Kaepernick issue. It wasn't everyone's yeah. damn issue. So what's going to happen now is tons of guys are not going to go out. And then when they come out, they're going to get yep. booed. Oh, I know. Right? So basically, it's, it's the new, it's the new, well, yeah, you didn't take a knee, but what were you doing? It's also, So now every player is just going to say, you know what? I was getting taped up. And everyone's going to lie about it. I was taking a piss. What do you want from me? I think it's bad for race relations on the team. Because there are certain guys point. that, like, uh, like Drew Brees, a yeah. Republican. You're we're right. Democrats. We're there to play football, man. You're right. Me and you were teammates. Like before, I, wanna, I don't want to talk about before politics. Before, it would just be one guy or two guys on the yes. team. And you got 51 other guys like, yeah, whatever. All I right. Talk. I want, They're I, like, whatever. All right, he's doing it. doesn't affect us. Remember the Steelers? Like you said, now, it affected them. Now it's going to be before. What are we going to do? Who's going out and who's not going out? And it's just going to be a division right away. I'm not going out it's there. It's not cool, man. It's not cool. Yeah, it is. Because in football, but I hate to say, it is you know the what team. It's going to be a bunch sport. of white light. Exactly. It's going to be a bunch of white, white dude. And, <laughs> why aren't you standing, man? Oh, and imagine some teams... There's not going to be a lot of guys out there. Oh, I know. It's just bad for everybody, man. Yeah. It's stupid. They didn't need to do anything. The problem had gone away. That was so 2016, man. Like, just like this song was so 1988. Although it is a good song. Yeah, it's nice.